Welcome to season three of Dramas with the Side of Kimchi. And this fangirl party has a new theme song. So grab your kimchi and face mask and let's chat Asian dramas. I'm Drama Geek. I'm CL Kita. I'm K Drama Jen. I'm K Muse. And I'm Carrie the Mockney. So it's 2020, everyone. Can you even <laughs> believe that it's 2020? <laughs> Well, it's, it's in somebody's future, it's 2020. <laughs> when this comes out, it will be 2020. Mm-hmm. So we need to be excited for the new year. Yay! Yay! So it means that it is also time for us to reflect upon 2019 and choose all of our favorites and our least favorites and all that stuff with our end of year review. And just like last year, we cover a lot of end of year review stuff in the blog. So if you want our serious, heartfelt answers, mm. go check out our blog posts. We'll link them in the notes. But that means we have some time to kind of play around with our end of year podcast answers. So you're going to get very few of the traditional categories. We kind of are just having crazy ants or questions and we're going to answer them with our favorite characters, actors, whatnot from 2019. So if, again, if you want serious, check out the blog. If you want kind of fun, quirky stuff, join us for this. And I think by the time we post these in January, a lot of uh, you've gone through uh, end of year stuff in December. So we always kind of like to spice. I think last year we did Mary kiss kill with uh, with dramas, and that was so yeah. much fun. So Well, and again, like every podcast says an end-of-year yeah. review. So mm-hmm. I am sure you've heard all kinds of stuff. So Everybody's opinion. Yep. Yep. And this one gets us so we're not having, we're not missing out, I think, on some of people's favorites because they're weird categories. So. They are weird categories. <laughs> Your favorite <laughs> might just not have met, met, bleh, met our category. I am... I've had some coffee. I did have some food, but I am kind of crashing a little bit. I'm sorry. Um, We're going to, the first category um, is one. I think almost everybody had something in mind for this one, but it's which drama is the, has the best styling. So I think that some of us might have to pick certain characters because I think there are some standout dramas that had good styling through like for the whole thing. But then there's others um, that might just be one person or another. And that's my pick is going to be <clears throat> just one person um, from Angel's Last Mission. The, um, what is her name? Still 17 girl that's in this one. I mm. loved her clothes. Like everything yeah. that she wore, everything unique. that she had, it was unique. Those it was just beautiful. Suits. Yes. Like she just killed it. So I really liked uh, her styling in that. So. And that she's is, one of the few people that can wear that because I'm thinking, huh, if I wear that, I'm going to be like a giant thing of blue. <laughs> I'm going to look like a blueberry. Yeah. But but it was very stylish on her. Yeah. So that is my pick. Um, I picked Her Private Life. I felt like almost all the characters had great outfits. Um, uh, so men. What is it? Oh, wrong. I always get her name wrong. Um, anyway, Park Young. Min Young. <laughs> Park Min Young. Her outfits. That girl can rock a pencil skirt like nobody. Yeah, she's always styled very well. Well, and I love mm-hmm. um, 
what's his name? Is it E. Jang Wook or no? What's his Kim J. Wook? Kim J. Wook. I mm-hmm. love how he brought back the business yoga pants. I guess <laughs> it's like the <laughs> like mill version of the flowy pants. He did and, have the bell bottom pants and, and a like lot a deep V. <laughs> I am a huge fan oh, of the yeah, deep V, so oh, I appreciated it, that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about it before, but in Hotel de Luna, I use wardrobe was a character all by itself. And so it was just, for me, it was fascinating to see how she could take a, a classic outfit from any decade and make it highly fashionable and relatable to the present day. And yeah, I loved what she was able to pull off. That girl is a close horse. <laughs> I was going to say, I do think IU's character probably wins the gold star for it. We can't all pick oh, yeah. the same thing, but I do think we all right. kind of agree. Like, hands down, years after, you know, like we're going to remember yeah. our character styling for a long time. So, yeah. Yeah. So, my choice. <laughs> we coin phrase this as the noir bitch bob look. Yeah. Because they have the very, it's very 40s, 1940s. How do you explain it? Like the bobbed hair that's really sharp. All the but, clothes and they're are close very to stylish, like um, Jenny. Very sharp in the in her clothing yeah. styling and everything. It's very avant garde. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazingly well done. In secret boutique, I don't think she said what. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, no, I did. Didn't I at the beginning? I don't, I don't think I so. I don't know. <laughs> I might not have. I was very excited. Focused about on the bobs. Uh, well, they all have bobs. They mm. all have bobbed hair. And it's a style statement on how harsh and evil and revengey they are. And it's very stylish. And all the men are in suits and all the women are in very styled dresses. Mm-hmm. And they are fabulous. And so it's one of the best stylized dramas I've seen in years. So, Yeah, so for me... Um I, I think we uh, can all agree. Like some of the ones that have already been said are, would be my first choices. Um, certainly Hotel de Luna with IU. And then I love the secret boutique uh, look as well. So, but what I'm going to do is introduce um, many of you did not finish it. I warned people away from it and went back to watch perfume, but I will say that Shinsun Ruk in perfume had really impressive style. Uh, I just, his outfits were a little, he was supposed to be a fashion designer. And so um, they were memorable. (laughs) (laughs) And he looked good. So, so that's, um, so that's more like an honorable mention. I think that some of the other ones that were mentioned, I would choose as my favorites. But so now we move on to the next topic, best use of a prop. (laughs) And I have to say, this was actually a really tough um, competition in my head. So I'm looking to see if anybody's mentioned. So I had two choices. And so it's either the cat from Secret Boutique that the woman, like, <laughs> pet, 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 like she's, you know, yes, going to take over yes. the world. Uh, um, or the live bird, not live bird <laughs> that's in the cage in uh, Psychometric. So both of those uh, caught my attention and uh, I thought were very interesting props from dramas this year. I have to say that the book in Extraordinary You, um, both of the books, the whole fact that they had the drama set in the book 
but the book kept showing up in all these different places. And as a bibliophile myself, I liked that. Very cool. And for me, it was just that opening scene in Hotel Del Luna when Ayu walks into this crowded hall and she's got this elaborate rifle on her shoulder and she shoots the guy who's speaking, mm-hmm. who was played by Kim Won-hae. I have never forgotten that scene. That was this, made a huge impression on me, and especially that rifle. And I love that they used it again in that YouTube video where they created the Korean Avengers. Yes. So, yeah, I liked yeah. that video. That was cool. Yeah, that, that totally stuck with me. So there was a fan, a fan above all other fans (laughs) used in the drama, my country, a new, a new age, a new age. A new age. Mm -hmm. And it was used by Jean Kuk's character, Beng Wan. And that fan, it fought, it punctuated his sentences. It dissed people and told them they're idiots that fan showed up so much and I've even seen a picture that he angstily burns the fan. I'm sure it's some metaphor or something. (laughs) I haven't gotten there yet, but that fan is a character all on its own in my country. And so it definitely needed its own props for being so memorable. Um, For me, I think I'm going to pick the um, seaweed in the search WWW. Um, it's not actually the real drama that's going on. It's the drama they're watching. And one of the side characters is an actor and he's like, it's supposed to be a family drama and it's a reenactment. I guess this is something KMU's clued me into, but I guess so last year, I guess there was the kimchi slap in an actual weekend drama. And so it was kind of a reenactment or a, like a homage to it. And so it's a seaweed slap and <laughs> it's so funny. It's like, it is hilarious. It's hilarious. It's so over the top. Mokshang. It is very over the top, but it was so the best part was Scarlett's reaction to it. Like she's it's watching like, oh, it. No, she's so did it. <laughs> <laughs> very funny. So yes, that's my pick. Wasn't she on the treadmill? Was she on the treadmill for that? There was a couple of them. She responded. She was on that. I think she was. <laughs> Did she do a K-drama gen where she fell off? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it was almost like that. But, uh, so which character would you like to watch a chick flick with? I'm going to pick Cindy from her private life because she was hilarious and the ultimate fangirl. And you know that she would have us at a private viewing of something and potentially, we could have the stars sitting right next to us. Oh, she could. I, I think, think they could do it. <laughs> <laughs> now, I would pick Lee Hong Gi's character from I Hate You, Juliet, which was a webtoon or a web drama. Mm-hmm. Just because in that drama, he was a former child star and he had a chip on his shoulder about the whole industry. Industry, and so watching the chick flick from him and getting his sassy comments about all the behind the scenes stuff. That would be hilarious. I would be so in for that. So for mine, I'm going to do a K-drama gen and cheat. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm choosing the whole apartment friend group from Mm. Mellow is My Nature. I don't think you can just watch with one. No, no, you need them all. And they would be so snarky and so dryly sarcastic. Mm -hmm. And it would warm my heart. And it would be so much fun to watch with them. As they mock the I love yous, mm-hmm. but really they're eating it up. <laughs> so 
That's they would probably point out like all the product placement. Oh yeah, they totally would <laughs> be like, "Oh, look at them making out while holding that Coke can." <laughs> <laughs> it'd be a fun time. I think it'd be a really fun it time. Would be. Yeah. I hope you invite me. I want to come. Yeah, yes. me too. Because that's until I actually wrote it down and then I looked over again and I'm like, oh. It was already picked. Like, I love it. you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so mine would include some time travel, but I, you know, I mean, it's possible. We've we've seen it in so many dramas, but so the historian, the female historians from Rookie, oh. I would love to watch a drama with them. That would be a chick flick. That would be so much fun. And then I think that we would have the prince and his eunuch uh, eunuch come and like bring us treats and, and feed us yeah. while we were eat, watching the chick And they'd flick. probably be watching like... So maybe it's like a puppet chick flick or something or like a, yeah. a draw. Like a play. But yes, that's I would pick them. That would be tons of fun. I pick Udo Juan um, <laughs> because... Because I can. So, <laughs> is someone bitter like still? This is going to be the answer for a lot of stuff. And we're going to be like, that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> it's either Shukai or Udo Juan. I maybe, maybe I'm feeling a little uh, still upset about a previous conversation we had. I love you. Uh-huh. And for yep. those of you listening, we record all these all together. So it's only been an hour since her, mm. since her defeat. <laughs> and it's a patreon podcast yeah, so if yeah. you want to be listen to it you go yeah. on over our patreon page <laughs> yeah kjama jen so, almost divorces us <laughs> so my reasoning so sanho from um my country played mm-hmm. by udo juan mm-hmm. yes i know that he is not really a good person deep down but i think i could change him if we could just watch chick flicks together <laughs> I think oh my that, gosh, you're going to end up dead. <laughs> I, at the very least with blood splatter on your face. You're going to have some type blood of blood splatter. on your I'm face. Okay or that. he'll be all bloody and like lay down on your nice expensive couch. <laughs> he's going to get Not blood even stains thinking that he's going to ruin it. Oh my well, word. Luckily, <sighs> I don't have an expensive couch, so right. it's perfectly fine. <laughs> and we can just watch the chick flicks and, and talk your kids about are them. all like, where'd these blood stains come from, mom? <laughs> <laughs> he just needs to talk about his feelings and I really think that a, like a poignant chick flick is really what's going to help him have that break. he has daddy issues we can talk about those I, he's got it's best friend for, issues yeah see and I mean his life if if he were female it, it would be a chick flick well daddy issues and best friend issues <laughs> and like issues okay. those, are often, right. those are often topics in chick flicks so yes. i just think yes. that he might identify and we can use this as therapy <sighs> and then maybe he'll stop slashing everybody then it kind of makes sword. me wonder which chick flick is gonna fix him <laughs> it's gonna have to be we're gonna have to binge in a number of them okay and it's okay if it's sisterhood <laughs> of the traveling pants or whatever well it'll be fine is it like christmas <laughs> movies that are eventually gonna soften his cold cold killer heart I don't think Christmas movie like Hallmark Hallmark films. ones. It's gonna I don't be know. like I don't think they can Hallmark soften anybody's Christmas heart. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> next, you're killing me. <laughs> next. <laughs> All right. So, which 2019 trope do you wish was absent in future dramas? Uh, the one I'm thinking of is not necessarily specific to this year, but the forced breakup towards the end of a romantic comedy usually drives me nuts, unless it's written well and it's 
there's a couple of dramas that I'd like to slap with a fish and be like, you do not have to be a part for this. So for me, that's my least favorite trope. Law dramas. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I know Korea loves its law dramas. Mm-hmm. I love law dramas. <laughs> I just can't. They bug the crap out of me with like, they're like over the top. Ha ha. I found someone from 10 years ago with evidence. It drives me nuts. I can't do it. I don't like them. I know there's a bunch coming out. I don't like them. So mm. I couldn't really um, think of any tropes specific to 2019. So I'm going to flip it and say, I want to applaud 2019 for doing a lot of like taking on different um, character types that weren't always in dramas. So I just, I like, I really liked that there was a lot of different um single moms and just different things that weren't there before at that point that I can slowly see yeah. some topics that they're covering that well, I'm like, yay. And on the same note, like I love that there were so many strong women centric dramas mm-hmm. and they actually got good ratings. Yeah. So yeah, it proves agreed. that you so. don't just need the ditzy girl as the side character. Yep. Yeah. So. so that's my not trope. I, that feels almost like you're cheating. But I, I, I am we'll cheating. I am cheating. She's not the one who went on a, a Hey, she rant. can pick. She can watch chick flicks with Dohuan. Lots exactly. of people would like to watch a movie with him. Any movie. Uh, no, in real life. Like, his, not his character. No, I, know, him. I know, I know. I'm just giving you guys a hard time. Uh, but he'd be so distracting from the movie. I wouldn't want to watch the movie. I'd want to watch him. <laughs> And be like, I'm going to like draw your gorgeous face. <laughs> like, because that's all I can do. Okay. All right. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not talking about you. <laughs> I think. Never mind. <laughs> Stay on track, girl. Stay on uh, track. What's your trope? What's your trope? Well, I was, uh, no, oh gosh, see you guys, you went back to him and now I'm imagining <laughs> watching chick flicks, but like he'll need a sponge bath because he's going to be covered <laughs> in blood. So, gosh. All right, move on to your trope. What Jen. is your trope, Jed? <laughs> My trope that I really, I just, I can't get behind is robots. Mm-hmm. Real robot. Like, okay, so way back we had, you know, the, the Yu Sung Ho, the cute, Fake robot. I'm not a robot. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not a robot. But she really wasn't a robot, so it was okay. Mm -hmm. But the Mm -hmm. ones where like they really are robots, I I just can't get behind it because a part of me is just like, you guys, you realize this is not going to have a future, like unless you like, I don't know, create robot babies in a (laughs) lab or whatever it is. Like it just, I don't know. I I I've tried. I've tried. Mm -hmm. I watched. it was this year, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, absolute yeah. boyfriend was this year. And then there was, uh, there was maybe one or two like There's web dramas that had well. robots too. Yeah. yeah. I tried, but like, I just, there's no future there. And so it's really hard for me to get behind them and, and, and not have the ick factor. Um, and speaking of ick factor, I'm just going to say this teacher, like the student teacher mm. kind of dramas, they need mm. to. Yeah. So, although I'm trying to remember. I don't really think we had one this year, but no. since I was talking about tropes that I don't want to see next year, <laughs> yeah, is don't so, have a hot future drama. My my answer is always amnesia, 
And I'm going to add that because in Extraordinary You, whenever the writer kept trying to reset the characters, um, I don't know if you would really call that amnesia or kind of selective memory, but <laughs> amnesia it, light. it needs to just go. It is amnesia light. So <laughs> that, that can just take a hike. Mm-hmm. It was nice that it only lasted like half an episode, but it sucked that it happened like three times. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. I'm the next one. <laughs> so, who had the best hair in a drama? Oh, no, I'm not the next one. KMU's, you're the next one. I am serious. <laughs> who had the best hair in a drama? The male version. <laughs> and I'm a dang cookie licker, according to K-Drama Jen. I'm assuming no, that, that wasn't no, me. That was Carrie the Mockney. That is totally oh, Mockney. Yep, that was the Mockney. Right, this is the Mockney is calling me I, a dang cookie licker. I totally agree with her, though. Well, if you guys had made the outline, you could have licked that cookie. <laughs> you licked a lot of cookies with your outline making. I made the outline. <laughs> and I would have gone with something else if you guys had stated obviously other than right where you did there <laughs> but anyway Zukai or Shukai from Arsenal Military Academy he had the sexiest swoop hair it it was so sassy and I loved it and it was it was all that I could hope for in a hairstyle so I wish all men had that grade of hair mm-hmm all men wish they had that gray of hair. <laughs> I know. And that's like his real hair. It's not a wig. <laughs> I know. So for me, I was a little unsure what K-Drama Jen was going to answer. So I am not going to take the pick that I think that she's uh, going to say. The one that she's going to for sure say. That she on. might kill me if I pick it. <laughs> I'm going to say somebody who I didn't even watch their drama, but I... I watched a clip of the drama, even though it was kind of really dark and disturbing because of his hair. And it's Yi Dong Wook from, what is it? The Hell? Or no. Hell is Other People. Hell is Other People, yeah. Which is so dark. Yeah, even the clip, it was like, ah, but his hair is fabulous. And then there's like some pictures of him, which I actually don't know if I like the longer hair, but there's some pictures of him with some longer hair going on right now. Yeah, no, he definitely grew his hair out. It's I think but I would I like have minus the middle, longer like, hair with a different clothing style. Maybe. It was the long hair with the clothing style. It was very lengthened out, mm-hmm. like the whole photo. But yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I liked his, his wavy, longer He's locks. He's kind of going through a drama, like a midlife crisis or something with his hair <laughs> and his characters that he's picking. Like he's definitely going off type, which isn't a bad thing. I think he pushed himself a lot for that yes, drama just from the clips. And did. I think he actually did really good. Yeah. So. He was like serial killer, serial killer, mentor, serial killer, nut job. It was <laughs> serial <lots>. killer, <laughs> nut job. <laughs> it was, there was like eight serial killers in that drama. It was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but he was the sexiest one out of the serial killers. So kudos to him. <laughs> If only he were in leather and had a flute. <laughs> that drama was so dark, I couldn't have even handled a leather-fluted serial killer because that drama was dark and gave me the freaking creeps. The so. fact that you can actually have a competition with attractive serial killers from K-dramas. Because <laughs> you can. We you should can. totally 100%. do that as a topic for 2020. That sounds like an amazing topic. Okay. So, it's going to happen. I'll notate that. 
Um, okay, no. so um, it's thinking. drama geeks now. Oh wait, no, no, I, no. I picked it. That was my Never pick. Mind. I thought look. we were no, jumping I, to the next question. Uh, hey, Never mind. No. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody just assumed uh, who I was going to pick. Okay, all right. And I'm I'm feeling a little offended that you just assumed I would pick Udo Juan. No, no, that's not who I assume you're picking. Oh, that's oh, who right. I no. thought you were picking. That's not who I assumed you're picking. Oh, who are you picking? It's, well, I don't know who she's picking because she's trying to like <laughs> dip. <laughs> Wow, now I want to know who you think I'm picking. <laughs> well, just pick and I'll tell you who I thought you were. Do you like better, K-drama or drama geek or myself? And we will see who's right. <laughs> well, so Shukai has already been chosen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did and pick now, him. And Kim Jae-wook, I, well, we're going to talk about him later. He so, did have um, good hair. So I'm going to have to pick Udo Hwan, even though I've already picked him you know, for chick flick watching. So I have, I have photo proof of who you liked with hair, their hair throughout the year because you would send it to me like, Oh my gosh, look at how beautiful his hair looks. Who? Seiya from Arth Doll Chronicles. Oh, oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Right. How did we forget him? I totally, you know what? I blocked out that whole drama. <laughs> I think we're all trying to block out that whole drama. I have video, I have, Photo oh my gosh, proof you're, that you are 100% correct. Obsessed. All right, so who's hotter though, Do Hwan or Seiya with the hair? Because Do Hwan's hair was fabulous. It is fabulous. Oh my. <laughs> we won't make you pick. We won't make you. That's, I want them. You can have double. Oh my they gosh. Can both watch, they can both watch chick flicks with me. It's <laughs> fine. All right. So is it my turn? Mm-hmm. It is. Okay. I pick Kim Jae-wook and her private life. It's the perfect length. And it kind of reminds me a little bit, if it was just a tiny bit longer, of Coffee Prince. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I have all sorts of lovely nostal- nostalgia about that. So It's his, his waffle-making character in, in That's Coffee right. Prince. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yep, that was good. <clears throat> So I would actually pick, I know what I wrote down, but now I was thinking about it. And remember at the very end of Hotel Del Luna, when Kim Soo-hyun shows up, his hair. Oh, yeah. He looked good. That was pretty fabulous. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going with that. I almost (laughs) picked his whiskey glass as the prop because I was amazed. Yeah, he just did it. Just him holding a whiskey glass versus her always drinking champagne totally yes. set the character differences and tone it was it was done yes. really well done and now i want to watch it i hate that it was just a cameo <laughs> <laughs> i know oh well okay so now is my actual turn to introduce and it is the same thing but with the female our favorite who did the best hair in a drama for female and i had a hard time with this one but because i figured you would do the bobs but you already picked the bobs for something else and yeah. maybe not but um, I'm going to say Scarlet from Search, mm. WWE. I really, I just liked her styling a lot in general. And I, she just has fabulous hair. And I really like She's her. never looked better. She hasn't. No. Oh, so. my gosh. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. She's amazing. Oh. So I. Oh, hello. Sorry. I just saw like, <laughs> see Kita's answer. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, because. No, because I. <laughs> I said the whole cast. Okay. All right. Sorry. So, so you're, you're good picking out Scarlet. I was just like, everybody had good hair. 
so I chose Nini from uh, Love and Destiny. And we don't get a ton of, um, like, so she's, she's a, you know, it's a fantasy drama. So they have to do her hair in all these different kinds of ways. But I just think she has fabulous hair. Um, so it's not necessarily just her character, but if you just see her like in her photo shoots and everything, she just has amazing hair. Um, and also as I was looking back at like some of the pictures, I read an article that really upset me saying that netizens felt she was too old for that drama, um, along with her co-star. And I thought that was ridiculous. She's 30. Um, but she didn't have the youthful look apparently that they wanted, but you mean the look her. of a blank actress that can't act? Oh, maybe that's it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's it. They're insane. And she is a goddess. That, exactly. That said, enough said. <laughs> Done. <laughs> and if you're anti Nini, uh, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> so. Is it me? There's a silence. Well, so I'm always Seal is next, but then she's already kind of said what oh, she was. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, I thought that we knew that. I already said the whole cast, and Drama Geek and I are kimchi twins, and now it's somebody else's turn. <laughs> All right, then I will take it. <laughs> All right, so I don't think Park Ming Young, after Healer, has had a bad hair day in a drama since. Her hair is always amazing. So I picked hers in her private life. And I am going along. I know she was. And the cookie licker over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't pick her for the best style of You're all right. time. You're right. But so I'm picking IU in Hotel de Luna. And you should be glad that I am being pro Hotel de Luna since <laughs> I wasn't necessarily pro Hotel de Luna. However, the styling, she, oh, her hair mm-hmm. and the hats and everything was amazing Mm -hmm. and she looked flawless so agreed okay so our next category is who (laughs) had i love this category so much who had the best murder board and so i'm looking kind of glancing ahead and it looks like k-muse is going to agree with me and so i have to make sure that i say but hands down this was the very best murder board (laughs) was please in my country it filled a whole wall and it had individual drawings of all the people and you know um and they actually and looked like the people they were supposed it really to be did. <laughs> and you know we've seen we've seen some crazy murder boards i mean almost every drama has one and you know here we are in set in a historical time period and he's basically like in a shack with this murder board that he covers with a <laughs> you know with a curtain um and it's fabulous so hands down it's the my country murder board mm-hmm. agreed okay um <laughs> i didn't watch my country and the mocknay follows me and I am going to let her go because I agree with her. <laughs> <laughs> That's because the only murder board we have seen since we watched fluffy Chinese dramas was the one that Kim Nam Gil put together in Fiery Priest. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure it quite qualifies as... Oh, yeah, it does qualify as a murder board. It totally qualifies as a yeah. murder board. I mean, come on. It was Fiery Priest. It was a great murder board. Yes. Yes, it was. And I, of course, agree with K-Drama Jen because I knew she was going to pick this one because we discuss our murder board love a lot. (laughs) You would be shocked at how often this comes into conversation. (laughs) (laughs) 
I even have my very own murder board in my office. <laughs> I had to stop calling it that because the custodian was a little freaked out. But because um, I, I switched offices and I left a note and my secretary said, please make sure that you install the murder board. In the <laughs> that's funny but yes so and he even has strings connecting the various kings and princes Mm -hmm. and it's very impressive yeah it's very impressive and uh runner up i know that i think only jen and i watched this one but our haughty lawyer guy in confession he had a pretty good murder board but the only bad thing about it is he had one of those sliding bookcases, and everyone always found it because he didn't completely close it, and that exactly. annoyed me. That was so annoying. Why even have a murder board if everyone can walk into your office and see your murder board? It defeats was, the purpose. Totally. I was like, June Ho, close your yes, murder June board. Like, <laughs> so my choice definitely would be my country, but as a runner-up and almost like I have to laugh so hard at it. But in Camellia, um, the cops in the local um, police station (laughs) do their own, like trying to figure out who Joker is. And it's just hilarious. The murder board itself wasn't really impressive um, because they were trying to figure out who the serial killer was. The, The funny part was, is just how they kept talking about the really obvious things. Like they were just so like... They're not stupid because they do finally get to the end and figure it out, the things. But it's just how, like, oh, They're my Lord. quirky small-town cops. They are. They're so. small-town cops. and um, But, yeah, so their, their murder board thing that they created is quite funny. It just very obvious information and in the way that he recites it. <laughs> yep. Siokita. Oh, sorry. <laughs> She's sorry, staring blankly my- at her her fireplace. <laughs> no, no, I smelled chocolate, and I was her, <laughs> and I was like, "Do I smell chocolate? Do you have chocolate?" Mm. No, I sorry. want chocolate. I know. Well, oh. I want chocolate. I want chocolate. <laughs> Can't move. So, which character did we wish could have a happy ending, but didn't? One hundred percent, Baekhyung and extraordinary you. I rooted for that guy. I, I'm pretty sure that I have a total good prejudice towards this actor. Um, but I just, the more that they developed this character and I was really surprised that they had such good character development. Um, I felt sorry for him and I wanted him to have a measure of happiness and, um, I kept writing in the recaps. I'm like, and I don't care if he ends up with her. I won't be mad if he ends up with her. Um, and he didn't. Sorry, spoiler. But um, it it was, uh, uh, you know, that was that was my pick. Okay. Well, mine, um, Arsenal Military Academy. I mean, we've talked about the body count. It was a little bit high. <laughs> a, li- a little, yes. And little that's bit. why I, we loved it. <laughs> that's why you loved it. <laughs> that's why I'm not going back to it. 
Anyway, but I wanted, I loved Sergeant Gao. He was the older sergeant, the one with the drinking problem. Mm. You know, he very much reminds me of like the hard-boiled detective who's just had a hard life. And he was just having his redemption towards the end of the drama. And I wanted him to have a happy life. And, and spoiler, he didn't. So he reminded me of an, like an Asian Brett Butler. Hmm. So, or Rhett Butler, sorry, not Brett Butler. <laughs> Rhett Butler from like Gone with the Wind. Mm-hmm. That's he definitely who he reminded me of. Yeah. yeah. And he was hot. <laughs> we did discuss that. We did discuss that. <laughs> we we're like, he's hot. So, is it me? Yes. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if I'm looking K drama juice. You're always looking my cookies. <laughs> But I'm also going to, I have two. I have Do Juan from my country. And I'm two episodes still from the end, but I'm pretty sure he doesn't get a happy ending because mm. he made bad life choices and was not a loyal person. Mm. So, you know, karma's going to come kick you in the butt. And I wish he could have had a happier life, but he had a very sad life. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then also... um Beck Young from Extraordinary You. He was a great character. He, again, I didn't necessarily want him with the girl, but I did wish that he could have some happy closure to where he wasn't lonely. And hanging out with your brother was not my idea of great happiness yep. and closure. <laughs> so. That was that was really a craptastic tying up of those threads. Yeah, it was it was just that, way. and it's just like so sad because he's like, "You've always been lonely. You were lonely before, and lonely now, and you're probably gonna die lonely." I don't know. It was just like, well, perky woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> so my pick is kind of like one of those I'm gonna have to do thinly veil. Like I can't say who it is because I know you guys haven't gotten to a certain point. The ones that are watching Camellia, and I know there's some that might still watch it so there is a particular person in the drama who joker does kill like that's how the drama starts you know that there's somebody that he murders and then you have to figure out then you go through the drama to figure out who it is that person that is that dies and i won't say who it is but i really wish that they had had a happier ending like it was so sad and i was like bawling my head off so thank you for not spoiling it because i am watching that. yeah yeah no that's exactly. okay thank i'm you. just I, I you will know who i'm talking about and anybody who started the drama it starts out yeah with you know them, there's a serial killer mm-hmm. right and, and they find dead. the person and yeah so yeah. that person that it is that made me really sad and i wish they could have had a better ending So it's my turn. I wish that all of us could have had a better ending. All of us watching Earthdoll Chronicles. Oh my gosh, yes. Oh, that is the best choice. You win, hands down, best choice. Boy, oh boy, did I want a good ending. Mm. And boy, did I feel completely like ghosted by the writer and the producer and all of them. And that's my choice. So there we go. Maybe for Christmas, they will announce they're doing season two with a different director. Mm, That would be the Christmas present to me. (laughs) So (laughs) I need a different director. People after watching my country, Mm -hmm. it's like, I can't go back to that crap, dark Mm. directing. I can't. Mm -mm. (laughs) 
Well, hopefully you'll get your Christmas wish. I hope so. I'm very angsty about that. <laughs> Let's start the tell. new year off right with good directing. Yes. Yes. All right. So to go on a complete tangent, who would we like to be on our team in a prank war? And I actually went with uh, Special Labor Inspector Joe and his former students. <laughs> that, so cute. that drama, and his but eyebrow like raise and his like wink. Oh, I love him. Yeah, <laughs> he would be fire. <laughs> him and his little not quite a mob boss of an ex student. Yeah, between those two, I'd win. And they'd be so good at it. Like when he closed down all of the buses by stealing the wheels. In their tar. That was mm-hmm. good. That was good. He'd yeah, be good at it was that. Very good. Yep, that's my pick. I'm choosing two characters that were at a very similar time period of airing as Inspector Joe. And that is Kim Nam Gil and Kim Song Kyung in My Fiery Priest. Those two were hilarious characters. They always went way outside the box in what you were expecting. <laughs> um, I suspect that there would be outfit changes. <laughs> involved in this and I'd get a stare at Kim Nam Gil being hot while he pranked people and life could not get better than that so so I am going to pick the search WW girls as one of my pick I think that with Scarlet in the mix and they might bring Brian along I think that they could pull off some pretty great pranks or have you cost a lot of money because the prince <laughs> always result in damage. There's damage. <laughs> There's some damage going on. Um, and the other is kind of a weird choice because it was a serious drama, but the designated survivor um, White House staff, I might pick them to do a prank too because I think that the... They, the, they would do the communication, intellectual prank yeah, war. <laughs> the communications guy and the girl that he liked and then the other guy those three i think that they could be do yeah. a pretty funny uh bluff a pretty funny. funny prank and it would probably be on the acting president and that would be yeah. really funny <laughs> oh okay um i lost my place so here i am okay so i would choose the the main couple from um mellow is my nature <laughs> they their whole performance felt like they were pranking each other yeah. back and forth, especially like when she kept, when she purposely learned the song that oh made God. him cry. I love that. Yes. I and, loved it so much. And so I think they would be fabulous in a prank or. All right. So I guess I'm rounding this one out, huh? Um, I will pick... The moms from her private life. Mm. Because um, Kim Sun Young, who was Cindy's mom, was hilarious. (laughs) Her bangs, her entitled bangs. (laughs) Her her entitled bangs and her her um her flamboyant ways. I think that if you team her up with everybody's favorite, Kim Mi Kyung, who was Dok Mi's mom, um, who had that quiet strength, um, mm-hmm. I could just see the two of them. Um, basically, I, I could see Cindy's mom 
creating a ruckus and then Dok Mi's mom going in and causing the chaos. So, um, that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. That would be fun. So that's <clears> my, so now we're to a few of the more serious ones. Cause you know, you need to know our favorites cause it is end of year. So what is your favorite performance of 2019? <laughs> I I totally could have written this one down. Oh yeah, drama when geek the drama knew. started. <laughs> like. I am a big Zhang Hyuk fan, like huge. I think I've seen everything he's been in. So when he was in my country, I was excited. But this is my favorite performance of his, probably out of his whole work. And so I was so impressed. The director really utilized his strengths and kept some of the crazy out. And it was so strong of a performance. So it definitely gets my vote. And he is currently my favorite Bing Wan portrayed as Bing Wan. So. So I'm cheating and I'm picking two. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I think that, that both of these uh, were some kind of similar dramas um, and, uh, but the performances. So my first one is Kim Hae Ja from Light in Your Eyes or Radiant, which she actually won an award for it. And she, um, was where she was acting like she was time traveled person who was in their twenties. So the, you know, she's an, an older actress who would usually play, you know, the grandma, the grandma. or whatever. So she got to like really have a lot of fun her clothing and and the things that she got to do and acting like um what, what's his name the 1997 or 1988 guy soon ho or so whatever yeah. so he was opa to her and that was really funny and so yeah i really liked her performance amazing uh, uh made my heart hurt so bad and in a similar uh role that made my heart hurt was gong ha jin from uh camellia i just she can be where you kind of like okay she's playing the same character or whatever but her portrayal of the single mom and just the strength that she did and her crying like she cried a lot but it just so fits her character Mm -hmm. and so yeah i loved her in this drama those were really good choices those are absolutely yeah well, especially the uh, Gong Hyojin, like that's, yeah, I love her. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, I'm struggling with this a little bit because, mostly because I've already said Udo Juan multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I'm just kidding. Um, favorite performance is really hard for me because there were so many great ones. Um I think I might actually go with the lead actress, though, from Crown Clown and Se-young. What's her name? Lee yes, Se-young. Yeah. Se-young. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the his performance she in was, Crown Clown. I was Dang. expecting you to choose that one. Because so. he played the king and the clown, and he did so good. Sorry. And you'd, and also, <laughs> Yujo, and also, yeah, exactly. Yujo again. Um, Yojinku. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, who? Yojo again. <laughs> Yojinku. Um, yeah. <laughs> It's late. I'm all confused. <laughs> Poor. It's still getting over a jet lag and being in completely different time zones. So. That's true. Yeah. Um, but the two of them together, mm. they probably were my favorite performance, actually. Um, I just loved them together. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that. 
Ross. And you know they were good if it's been a full year, because it was like, what, January 2019? It was at the very beginning yeah. of the year. And we yeah. still remember them. Yeah. No, and usually right. we forget all of those performances by now. <laughs> yeah. So. I have to say, Ong Sung Woo from At 18, Moment of 18. That was awesome. Um, oh my gosh. His character, I... I just still, that character will stick with me for a long time. I've talked about him several times tonight and he was not even on my radar at all. And now I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing more from him, but I fell in love with the cast on that drama and it felt less like your regular teeny boppy, teeny bopper, um, high school romance and it it was had a little bit more um of a real feeling to it and i just enjoyed it so much i need to also go back real quick though because we didn't mention iu and i think whether you liked the drama or not kamey's her performance (laughs) you're right yes i thought somebody else was gonna pick amazing yes yeah i thought somebody else would pick too so well, you know that drama had its had its pitfalls and it had its bright shining moments, and I think that IU carried that probably way, way, way longer than anyone else would have. Agreed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, so I'm a little torn because obviously I really enjoyed Arsenal Military Academy. There were a lot of fantastic performances in there. But I'm also sitting here thinking about some of the other things I've watched this year. And I watched Juror 8, which is actually a movie and not a drama. But Park Hung-sik, he filmed this right before he went into the military. And he plays a guy who's just kind of, you know, the intro to his character, he's a little scrambled and just trying to get ahead. But once he's in the jury, he's sincere and he's straightforward and he just keeps digging and plugging away and refuses to cave to pressure. And I enjoyed watching that because then... When the when it's over, when the trial's over and he goes back to being himself, he's back to being kind of the same flighty, can't quite get on top of things again. But when he had that focus, and it was just, it was a good performance. And I actually heard that uh, Hung Shik won an award for it. I really, yeah, I really highly recommend the movie. It was so cute. He was there all in his military outfit. He was actually at the award oh, ceremony. Okay. And he was he got leave from the military to go there. To but go he was all it. in his uniform and mm. everything and looked very handsome. Uh-uh. So. Oh, I'll have to go look that up. So the next one is the worst drama of 2019. And um, it has to be because the stipulation is that we can list one that we dropped. And that's kind of... I don't have time to watch stuff that I don't like. So I don't usually hate watch anything um, unless we're doing recaps and we've committed to it or whatever. But um, I, for me and somebody else has already put this on the list, but I like have to put it on my list because of the disappointment. Ji Chang what comes out of the military. I like really want to see him in a drama. Uh, and I really like the female, the lead actress. She was amazing in just between lovers and it just, sucked like and I watched as much as I could I've followed along and seen the on social media kind of where it's went and you know people how they felt about the end and everything and I just other than the kiss that that I got to watch on YouTube like I'm just like meh like I just it was 
the and worst genre for me. And it was very meh to the end. Yeah, I heard after heard. the kiss, the shower kiss, then again, it was just kind of like, blah. So, I don't know. For me, that would be my pick. Wow. So, I did end up, uh, I kept watching it, and I actually don't hate it. Um, <laughs> so, and the shower kiss was actually lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I have one that I know is contrary to other people but um actually radiant was the one that Mm. for me personally now it doesn't mean it's a bad drama but i felt completely like shaken and it's because of things in my own personal life um that the way the twists that happened i was I, i can't even describe it i couldn't finish it because it was it was too devastating for me so um a personal worst drama for me was radiant Okay, so it's my turn. It is. And I'm, I'm hesitant. I'm hesitant for a reason. Um, because I'm saying perfume. I dropped that. And I know a lot of people did not understand. Several of us dropped it. And a lot of our readers did not understand why we could not get past the beginning. Um, because it got better. They said it got better. But. I just, I, the whole trivial way that they dealt with suicide Mm -hmm. and the fat shaming, Mm -hmm. I, I just couldn't. And I don't know how they could rebound from that. I, and even what people have said, how people have said that they did rebound didn't feel like a rebound to me. So I just, that was one that I dropped like a hot rock. And I was really upset because Shinsung Rock. I mean, come on. <laughs> I, he, I love him. And I was really upset because of how, how they did that one. And I will just jump in and just say that I did end up going back to it. And uh, mostly because I figured I, our readers were saying, give it another shot. So I did. Um, and I, I was able to get, like, later on, it does sort of come together. It still leaves a bad taste in my mouth about the way it began, though. So, but it's not, a, it's not horrible. And that right there tells me that I made the right choice. When you say it's not horrible, that's basically um, putting a little sugar coat on bad. <laughs> no, no. It's, it, I actually ended up binging it at the end. So um, it does have a compelling story. It's just that, you know, I for whatever reason, I mean, we, I felt like I had to do it because we basically were like, run, don't look back, you know, walk away from this immediately. Um, and I'm glad that I did go back to it. It had a few redeeming qualities. I hated the way that it dealt with, um, like, trivialized suicide, though. Okay. Uh, yeah, I still won't be able to watch it, but that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> but anyway, I'm with Drama Geek. Melting Me Slowly was just a disappointment. And, yeah, I, I did follow a little bit on social media and to hear that it just never got interesting. I'm like, yeah, I made the right choice in dropping that one. So the choice that I got was Abyss, and I'm sure most people don't even remember it was a drama because <laughs> it was pretty forgettable. Um, it was a drama that I had. I enjoyed some of the actors that were in it. I really enjoyed the cameos. Yay! I was going to say we had a. I was going to say we had a nice cameo. <laughs> it was. It was very nice. But the whole premise of like some, it's almost like a mystical stone that brings Mm. people 
or it creates people to look like their souls. It it got so over the top cheesy. The bad guy ended up just looking like a younger version of the bad guy, but the other two leads there were their looks completely changed and they kept saying what was the girl is up part Park Bo Young? Park Bo Young, yeah, and she's and they short. Kept saying so they that kept Park talking about Bo Young is a hideous and troll. Short and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it wasn't exactly that. They kept yeah. calling her but an they... asthma. Oh, you asthma! And she's like, "I'm not old," you know. But they kept degrading her looks, like for the like five episodes I watched, mm-hmm. um, and then it just kind of got like, "Why is this making sense?" Somehow the guy gets his place back because he just says he had like surgery or something I, I was loosely following it but he used to be roly-poly and balding and suddenly like he's model hot and like way taller and I'm like plastic surgery doesn't fix height you know <laughs> and, and, and the actor that plays it he's really yeah. tall <laughs> he's very tall but there's just a lot of things and they never really meshed the story and the story was just a huge turnoff for me. You know, I can buy cheesy, but I can't buy like this makes no sense. So Abyss dropped. Not sad about it. <laughs> <laughs> so now we'll move on then to best dramas of 2019. Um, I see I get to go first, but I'm actually going to say one that because um, I, I, I do agree with some of the other choices that I see here. But I want to make sure that I mention um, Mellow is My Nature mm-hmm. is one of the dramas that, you know, when I really think about, like, which ones did I substock and couldn't wait to watch? And I laughed and I felt good and I just, uh, I looked forward to it like they were my best friends. Um, and I felt so sad when it was over. So I have to say that I think Mellow is My Nature, it it took I don't know. It was just a very interesting way that they, um, it was just different. It was a unique drama and I loved, loved the characters and it just felt like I could totally go sit on their couch and hang out with them. Um, loved it. So mellow is my nature is my choice. Although I agree with some of the choices that you all have too. I have talked about it so much that it's probably no surprise that at 18, Moment of 18 is my best drama of 2019. I don't normally, I mean, I get a little emotional, but I cried so much with that drama. It just, it hooked me. And having to, um, didn't we recap that one? Or no. Am I just- no. Oh, well, uh, apparently I recapped it for myself then because <laughs> I was that interested in it. I, I was stalking that drama and I just, I, I loved it so much. I know we talked about it a lot. Like we chatted back and forth about it. So that could be what you're thinking. Maybe. All right. For me, it is he is psychometric because when the chips are down, my favorite kind of story is a well laid out mystery and to have his, the little fantasy element element of his superpower, just put it over the top for me. I loved it. And for me, I'm, I'm like, for me, the cinematography is almost Mm. as important as anything else in the drama and more important. It can be a really well written drama, well acted, but if it doesn't 
if the visuals aren't there, it's really hard to get into the moment. And so my country is my choice. Not only is it amazingly acted and the story is really well written for a Seguk, but the directing is amazing. Like every scene is, you could just click a screen cap of any scene and you're going to get an amazing visual. And so that's my choice. And, and by far the best fight scenes I've seen all year. Loved so. it. It's it's definitely one of mine too, but I wanted to mention the other as well. Yeah. So um, for me, I I <clears throat> definitely agree with uh, K Drama Jen with Mellow. That is, it's I think it's tied for my favorite of the year. It definitely is. I I would watch anything that that writer producer team puts out. Like it was just amazing. I loved it. Um, and then um, so from. My uh, choice is uh, when the camellia blooms. I, the last couple of episodes in a good way, but like sobbing, like had to pause and like catch my breath crying so hard. And um, the theme that they pull together at the end, and I won't ruin it because you guys haven't finished it, but the theme that they pull together at the end, I can tell why this drama got the 20% ratings in Korea. Like the people in Korea needed this type of hope full drama about people, like about their neighbor, that type of thing. So that is definitely my pick, but I feel like we have to mention, <laughs> sorry, I don't want to cheat, but crown clown. Like, I feel like it's bad that crown clown didn't get mentioned. Cause it just yeah. was so, so good. So, and the directing was <clears throat> yes, top notch and that's in what, that and as well. Female, female director on yeah. that one, which they, there aren't that many of them. And especially for like a side like that, like she did yeah. amazing. So. so agree. All right. So this <laughs> concludes our end of year podcast. If there's a specific actor or theme you'd like to see us discuss in the future, then please just let us know. And we are so excited to start our season three with everyone out there that's listening to us. We've had such an amazing experience creating this podcast and hearing from so many people that are fans of K-dramas and Chinese dramas and just Asian dramas. Like there's so many of us out there and it's fun to create a community. And so we are hoping to have an amazing time with you in 2020. Can't wait. We love blogging about Asian dramas, but behind the scenes, we have so much more to say, and we want to share it with you. And talking is so much faster than typing. 